Welcome back to The Price of Business. I am your host, Kevin Price, on Bluebird's Radio Home in Houston, Texas. Delighted to have my good friend Walter Rogers here on the air. We do it every Wednesday, talking about uh, you and your business. And right now, we're focusing on a great book that uh, he's recently written called Spark. And it is really creating a sensation when it comes to looking at customer relations management. Because it isn't a how-to guide on CRM. That's been written and rewritten so many times. It's really on how to adjust the culture to make CRM work for every aspect of your business. Good to have you on. Thanks, Kevin. And you couldn't have nailed it better. It really is a cultural shift that's happening. And, and CRM is not about technology. It's really about changing the way in which people behave and leveraging the technology in a way to achieve you know, more and better corporate objectives. And I'm really excited about today's show because we're going to talk about three best practices, uh, best practice seven, eight, nine, as listed in Spark. And the first one is the importance of enabling collaboration and support tools. And, Kevin, I will tell you that we are literally going through a generational shift in how people communicate. The Facebook phenomena has completely changed the paradigm in how to get access to experts, how to communicate recommendations, how to communicate really on anything, and how to link to other people that you're interested in or how people that are interested in can link with you. And that phenomenon is now reflecting itself in how people like to interact at work. And so Salesforce.com, for example, has enabled a product called Chatter inside of their CRM, which is basically Facebook for the enterprise. And it is absolutely unleashing creativity, access to subject matter experts, and flattening organizations in such a way that it's just causing just magnetic shifts in how people perform and behave at work. Okay, it's let's, just unbelievable. Let's quickly go over to the next three points, seven, seven yeah. through nine. Yep. The, the next one is the importance of focusing on sales management. You know, I'm oftentimes asked, what is that one lever that I can pull if I could really drive CRM adoption and really get the most out of um, my CRM? And I always tell people there's nobody more important than the frontline sales manager. That frontline sales manager has the ability to inspect and expect how the sales team performs and behaves. And if you don't get that person on board, the adoption is never going to take off. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get the sales manager on board is to provide the sales manager with access and tools that are going to help him or her really understand how his team is performing and then create a coaching culture around the analytics that a CRM can provide. And it's a coaching culture that will make the difference in how a B player can become an A player. And the managers, without this data, really are coaching in a vacuum. And the beauty of the CRM is it can provide you really factual information to help advance your sales team's performance. The other thing is that a sales manager that leverages these social tools like Chatter can build an entire community in his sales team, his or her sales team. So if, especially if they're dispersed, it can create that one common thread that they can all stay connected within, share best practices, access experts, solve problems, and many, many other things. Yeah, awesome. And then the last one. The last one is really the importance of delivering both effective, strategic, and tactical training. You know, CRM adoption and CRM training is not an event. It's a journey. And it begins by focusing on these 11 best practices that I listed in my book, Spark. The mistake that many organizations make is they think they can pull people together for a one-day event or a half-a-day event, show them all the features and functions that the CRM provides, send them out to the field, and then hope for the best. 
it doesn't work. It's never worked. It's never going to work. We know this because we've been involved in hundreds of deployments with some of the world's biggest companies. It literally is a journey. The first step in that journey is understanding that you're dealing with a different DNA, the DNA of a sales maker, the DNA of a sales manager, the DNA of an executive. And these individuals think differently. And you've got to be with them where they live. Yeah. And you've got to implement these systems in such a way that it's unobtrusive to them scripts work away from them and helps them achieve the one objective that they do care about, which is retiring their quota. That's right. That's right. You know, one of the things you said that really was very, very profound is that if you can't get people to buy into it, you're never going to get a team to buy into something that the leader hasn't bought into. And I think that's where almost any type of uh, paradigm shift fails. It, it really is. You know, in a lot of companies, they'll just send the end user to training and don't really focus on the leadership team. But without that leadership supporting commitment, which is typically built around some very specific KPIs or key performance indicators, then the likelihood of success goes down. And the ability to leverage these social collaboration tools as a way to foster and build communities inside of companies around things that they care about is one of the real massive levers that you can pull on to get people excited and interested and not using the CRM because somebody's forcing it upon them, using it because they want to, because it's helping them achieve more of their own personal success and more of the corporation's success. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, to me, it seems like a eureka moment when it came to seeing CRM from, from something other than a pure utility perspective. Talk about that. Yeah, it, it really, it's not about the utility. You could use any tool. Now, some tools are clearly much better than others, but it's about a cultural transformation. It's about thinking of the CRM as your corporate nervous system that connects your sales force with your partners, with your finance organization, with your suppliers, with human resources, with all of the disparate components inside of a company that ultimately can influence the company's success. And that's a cultural shift because in most companies, all of those functions are very siloed. They don't talk to each other very much. Mm -hmm. And what a CRM can do and these social collaboration tools inside of the CRM is break those silos down and create a culture of creativity, of communication, and of teamwork. Yeah. All of it around reaching the ultimate objective, which is serving their customer better than any of their competitors. Yeah, no question about it. And do you see technology uh, changing as a result to understanding the cultural importance of CRM? You know, to technology accommodate that? Yeah, technology is starting to make that shift. And, you know, Chatter is an example of that, comments. right? Chatter is yeah. an example? Chatter is absolutely an example of that. And it's, it's probably the best example that we've seen in any CRM out there. And it's literally beginning to eliminate, in many cases, the use of email or drastically reduce the use of email. Yeah. You know, chatter is a great tool for one-to-many communication. And, unfortunately, email is oftentimes abused. So the technology is shifting. Salesforce.com is ahead of many other companies in this space. And we continue to stress the importance of not thinking of CRM as a tool, but thinking it, thinking about it as a cultural transformation vehicle. Yeah, it's fantastic information. Baker Communications, you can learn more about them at bakercommunications.com. That's bakercommunications.com. While you're there, you can just click the link and get a free copy of the book, Chatter. What's your phone number over there? Yeah, 713-627-7700. That's 713-627-7700. Walter Rogers, he's a great addition here. I want to remind folks also, we got great content over there at uh, priceofbusiness.com uh, from our friends over there at Bloomberg, uh, some features we've done recently. Thanks so much for being with us. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Look forward to our show next week. All right, more after this right here on The Price of Business.